Thursday, June 6, 2017, here on the Page to Be podcast. In this episode, we just give you a pretty basic wrap-up of what's been going on this weekend. We'll also be breaking down this whole crazy Tom Brady, Best Buddies, Boston Globe fiasco. So all that and more on this episode of the Patriots Be Podcast. This is Larry H. Russell speaking on behalf of the network, thanking you once again for downloading the Patriots Beat Podcast here on CLNS Radio, the leading online provider of audio-video coverage for New England professional sports. Download the free CLNS Radio mobile app for your iPhone or Android for immediate and convenient access to all the content available on the CLNS Radio YouTube channel, podcasting network, and clnsradio.com. Now, on to another edition of Patriots Beat. Take it away, Harris. Everybody and welcome to this episode of the Patriot Podcast. I am your host, Harris Rubenstein. Very happy to be with you on this fine Monday afternoon being recorded for this Tuesday. You can go find me on Twitter at Sportsteen. You can go find us on Twitter at Patriot Speed. And you can go find the whole thing at Facebook.com slash CLNS fans. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it has been another quiet week of Patriots news. Just a couple things to dabble through, like I said. Uh, excuse me, like I've said in the past. A couple, uh, couple short uh, episodes on the way for you guys. After this episode, we will start doing positional breakdowns and welcoming in guests from outside of Patriots Beat to actually see where and when uh, these uh, positional groups might turn out into what we think they might be during this season. So anyway, let's start with some of the big news buttons of the week. We'll obviously start, we'll get to the whole Tom Brady best buddies thing. We'll we'll, we'll get to that later, but just a couple things uh, that we've noticed. Uh, Mike Reese, uh, an article this week, points out that coming off back surgery, Rob Gronkowski is just kind of going ham in practice, no big-time restrictions, no problems so far with that knee. He's getting everything done. It's going super well. So good to see that Rob Gronkowski is performing well off of his back injury. He also did shave his head for the sixth year in a row to raise money for kids with cancer. I actually kind of want to talk a little bit about, about Rob Gronkowski now that we're on the subject of him. It was interesting because of the NFL rookie thing that they do, I kind of constantly forget what, um, kind of always forget, like, what exactly, uh, like, the, the, the NFL rookie thing is called, but I do know that at, oh, the symposium, I think it is, but what I do know is that they told all of, excuse me, they told all of the rookies to be more like Rob Gronkowski, and this kind of goes along with what a lot of Patriots fans have always been saying about Rob Gronkowski, that he's not a big problem. Um, you, you know, you, you see a guy that parties a lot. You see a guy that maybe might have some distractions off the field. But then you just remember he's never had any problems legally, never been arrested. He's never been in trouble with the law. He's never had problems with his party. I mean, he's had some stories online on, like, Therese Owens and... Barstool, whatever, like, oh, Rob Gronkowski did this, but like nothing, he's all been pretty harmless, he's all been just, uh, excuse me, he's all been just kind of a, a random assembling of Gronkowski events, and he just loves to party and have fun, and that's what it just comes down to with him, he doesn't cause problems, he's not a troublemaker, he's just a 
guy who loves football. He loves the party. And he doesn't cause issues. And I think that every NFL rookie should be more like uh, they, they all should be more like Rob Gronkowski. Why not? He doesn't do anything wrong. He doesn't spend his money. He's a good coach. Or excuse me. He's a good. He's a good icon and a good idol. If you're trying to get into professional sports and how to handle both a fun lifestyle while working out, uh, excuse me, while maintaining the physical just requirements of being a football player, which is just absolutely insane. So. Moving on from Rob Gronkowski and into more news, uh, Trey Laurels, uh, they did a great interview with, uh, with I believe it was also, no, it was with Jeff Howe about how he's not resting on his laurels after a Super Bowl breakout, so please go check out that article. It was, it was, uh, it was actually quite fascinating. I really did enjoy it. Uh, so let's get into what I actually wanted to talk about, and that was this whole Tom Brady best buddies thing, and I keep seeing... All of these people, or the, the most of the Boston sports media, they've been reacting in in different ways. Um, look, the Boston Globe has had a lot of problems in the past with Tom Brady. I don't know why. I don't know what they have against him. Maybe they think he's not invincible. I don't know what it is, but it's always seemed like they've been targeting Tom Brady for a very long time. And that kind of became clear when you had this whole thing a couple months ago about how Tom Brady takes money from best buddies and gives it to his other charities. And the Boston Globe was like, oh, this is such a big scandal. And the rest of the area is like, we don't care. He's the face of the charity. And if he asks them for a little money, whether it's to give money to other charities or to pay for his son's school, like, who cares? Like, it's his money. He can do what he wants with it. He has raised more money for this charity than any other single human being ever. So why is he getting so heavily criticized? And it just seemed to be like them just taking a random shot at Brady for whatever reason. And then this year uh, at the Best Buddies event, now you have Best Buddies banning a Boston Globe reporter from coming into the event. It was a private event. Coming into the event. And then the Boston Globe comes back and says, this is on Brady and this is his fault and finger pointed at him. And now everyone's just kind of like, all right, so you run a hit piece on a guy. He then hosts a private charity event for a charity that he's the face of. He invites media there, and you get angry when he doesn't let you in, despite the fact that you already ran a hit on him, and now expect everything to be cool and everything to be fine and dandy. It's just... You know, I'm, not, I'm never going to claim that Donald Trump is right about anything, especially when it comes to the media. I just, you know, I'm a journalism major. I, I simply can't agree with him on that stuff. It would be against the thing I paid $250,000 to go to college for. But, you know, this is kind of an example of when the media starts taking things too far. This isn't an issue. The, 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 the Tom Brady, it, him taking money from Best Buddies that he's donated millions and millions and millions of dollars to and taking some of that money and kind of just doing other things with it is not a problem. It is a problem 
when, excuse me, it is a problem, however, when they're using that to target this guy and attack him for his favorite charity. And if one thing's very clear about Tom Brady when it comes to the Best Buddies charity, it's that he really does care about it. He goes to every single event. He hosts people. He does football events. He meets with he meets with kids. Like, he does the whole rigmarole. And, <coughs> excuse me, I don't understand why all of a sudden they, they decided that this is going to be the time to target Tom Brady. And then they get angry at him when they aren't allowed in. It's like, sorry, friend. If you start talking smack to me, I ain't going to invite you to my next birthday party. If you're insulting my girlfriend behind my back, you're not, like, that. that's just not going to be a thing that you, like, you're not going to be invited to, to, to events. You're just not. It's rude. It's unnecessary. And you can't just expect to be okay taking shots at people. So... I, I side with Brady and I side with Best Buddies on this. I just don't understand how you could possibly expect to be let in, uh, to be let into an event that you've already already torn down in your own special way. So we'll see. I, I think it's it's a whole rigmarole. I think it's dumb. I think it's crazy. I think both sides are at a a decent amount of fault, but mostly. C- c- come on, Boston Globe, shape, shape up. And then, and then you have Dan Shaughnessy, the world's least favorite sports, being like, oh, this is, this is a disgrace. Well, nice to see that you're posting the uh, article on bostonglobe.com, so I wonder where, where your priorities are. But whatever, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll break down some more of the Patriots news from around this week. It's a new year, which means a fresh start for your business. And a great year starts with making great hires. But posting your job in one place isn't enough to find quality candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, you just need to post your job on all the top job sites. And now you can. With ZipRecruiter, you can jumpstart your hiring in 2017, post your job to 200-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. And right now, my listeners can post job on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash sportsfan. So one more time. Try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-F-A-N. Team, welcome back to the Patriots Deep Podcast. We're going to go back through some of the biggest Patriots news of the week. If, uh, if you missed it, we did just talk a lot about the uh, best buddies, uh, Tom Brady, Boston Globe, chaos. So go check out that part of the show. So let's break down a couple of of, uh, of a news bits that we didn't mention before. The Patriots have added another Belichick to the coaching staff. Brian Belichick has been promoted from a scouting assistant to a coaching assistant. Uh, his brother Stephen did the same thing a couple years ago, um, and now I believe is the safeties coach. I think he's the safeties coach. I find it so interesting. All the Belichick kids went to coaching. You know, Brian and Steve are now the Patriots. You have uh, uh, his daughter. Oh, what's his daughter's name? Um, uh, I forget what his sister's name is. Yeah, sister's name is currently the 
I want to say the head coach of Navy of the Navy lacrosse team. I don't know. I think that's a that's pretty cool. That's just me. Uh, the Patriots today uh, officially signed their third-round pick, uh, Tony Garcia. The only rookie that's still unsigned is Derek Rivers. However, they expect him to be uh, expect him to be done uh, by the time training camp begins. The Patriots today waived rookie defensive end Corey Vereen and signed rookie free agent uh, cornerback Will Likely, who is likely not going to make the team this year. Ah, I got you. Uh, guy's pretty short. He's only 5'7". He's an unbelievable returner. He went to uh, the University of Maryland. His senior season was cut short because he tore his ACL. So probably don't expect too much of an impact from him. But welcome to the New England Patriots. Send your likely. Again, likely not going to make the actual team. But no, big news that Tony Garcia is officially signed. Like I said, the Patriots have never really had any problems Signing, uh, signing the rookies that they're looking for. I believe, like I said, the only one they haven't signed now is going to be uh, Derek Rivers. However, like I literally just said, I don't think that there's going to be any sort of problem signing their third-round pick onto the actual team to, you know, play. So uh, Mike Reese also shared this week that he talked with Dante, Dante Stallworth, and Dante Stallworth said that this current offense is deeper than the one in 2007. We actually talked about that last week, if you want to go check out the last episode. We talked about how going into this season, this team is without a doubt deeper and more talented going into the season than the 2017 was. I mean, we didn't know at the time that Randy Moss was going to put up the greatest season for a wide receiver in NFL history. However, we kind of figured that that 0-17 would be really good, but obviously not 18-1 and good. But, you know, it's not, not exactly what I would call a great ending. But, hey, what are you going to do? They've at least won two of the last three Super Bowls, so that's uh, it's officially in the past. A uh, cool little thing going around uh, currently is that the um, – uh, excuse me, there's a cool uh, thing going around at Patriots.com now. We always know about the Brady Six, which was all about the uh, six quarterbacks that were drafted before Tom Brady when he was drafted, uh, obviously, in the sixth round to pick 199. So Patriots.com created a um, created a video about Tom Brady being drafted by the Montreal Expos in the 1995 MLB draft. And uh, Brady actually gets into it too, so I would definitely go watch that. That was uh, that was what we like to call here at CLNS Media. That was some high quality content, uh, if you know what I'm saying. Some high quality video content. So good on the uh, Patriots for doing something uh, something pretty fun. So one thing I actually wanted to talk about that was in a uh, a pretty interesting article. So Pat's Pulpit, which is the SB Nation blog for the Patriots, uh, big fan uh, over here, love Rich Hill, love the work that they've been doing over there. We've had Ethan Hammerman on, who's a writer for them. We've had a couple of their writers on here. Uh, we've had Rich Hill on in the past as well. So they wrote an article, I believe, this morning – uh, about how Shea McClellan might fit a larger role for the defense next season. And it was interesting that they brought this up. Um, you know, uh, currently during OTAs, he's kind of been the starter. Uh, if, if, starter makes, uh, if starter makes sense. But whenever Dodger Hightower was not in the field, Shea McClellan was the guy that was making a lot of the moves on, on the, at the linebacker position. 
Um, they're giving, probably going to give Elena Roberts a chance to take over the starting spot. And Kyle Van Noy, again, you know, he's going to have a full offseason with the team. He's probably going to know the defense a little bit better. He's also going to get a shot. But Shane McClellan is the guy they signed to a really big contract. And when you sign those guys to a really big contract, you're probably going to want a guy to actually start there. What makes him so valuable as well is that he's incredibly versatile. He can play middle linebacker. He can play on the weak or the strong side. He can play the old Collins position as well, though the uh, Pat's Pulpit article has the elephant linebacker as the starter of Rob Ninkovich. I have said multiple times uh, on this podcast that I don't know if Rob Ninkovich actually makes his team this year. I don't. I just think there are too many people on the team that can do what he does and most likely do it better. It really does depend on what we get out of Derek Rivers and Dietrich Wise in the offseason. If they actually put up uh, some actual like decent performances throughout the preseason, we might see Ron Mikovich on the chopping block. But I just, I look at Shane McClellan and I see a guy who can do a lot of things. However, I don't find one thing that he does particularly well. He can kind of rush the passer. He can kind of tackle. He can kind of cover. But there's nothing really that when you think, all right, what is Shane McClellan really good at? You know, there's just, there's no whammo. Shane McClellan is really good at this. And I think if you're on this Patriots defense, that's kind of a problem. Because even even their niche players are very, very good at certain things. You know, Malcolm Brown. What is Malcolm Brown really good at? Malcolm Brown is incredible at stopping the run and stuffing up the middle. What's Alan Branch really good at? Good at doing the same exact thing. Trey Flowers is an incredible interior pass rusher that can bump to the outside when necessary. So you you have separate roles for separate guys, but I just don't see what Shane McClellan's role is besides being just like, you know, a jack-of-all-trades kind of guy. Wow, that's weird. The article had Trey Flowers, Alan Branches, Malcolm Brown as the three people they brought up. As an example, I swear I didn't even, I'm just looking back at the article right now. Maybe it was a little weird psychological mentioning. But going back to it, I just don't see where Shane McClellan really fits onto this team in terms of starting lineup. I'm actually going to have to disagree heavily, excuse me, with what uh, Pat's pulpit is talking about. I just don't see a universe where you go into this season with Shane McClellan as your starting number two linebacker. And again, if you're going into the season with Shane McClellan as your starting number two linebacker, you, you, that's not a good thing. If anything, that's a very, very bad thing. You know, I, I would rank probably both Landon Roberts and Kyle Van Noy as better options to start the season than Shane McClellan. Shane McClellan has to be a rotational guy. He can't just start and do everything. He's not good enough. He's been dominated too many times. He He got killed last year, I believe so, in coverage whenever we watched him. I didn't notice how big of a passer he was. He was decent in the pass rush. I'll give him that. He was a decent pass rusher. But once Trey Flowers stepped up, the entire defense started rushing the passer better. So I'm just going to go out of limb and I'm going to say that the, the whole defense was just better after they were able to develop a pass rush, which is just, you know, duh. So... I'm worried about the linebacker position. I made that very clear multiple times in this podcast. I think that the weakest position on this Patriots team is that second linebacker slot because they just have a bunch of different people. They have a bunch of depth guys who'd be great to back up Jamie Collins. They don't have a Jamie Collins anymore. But hey, they won the Super Bowl after trading him. So who am I? Who am I to say 
that the uh, the New England Patriots don't know what they're doing. But we're going to take one more quick break. When we come back, we're going to give you guys a full schedule for what our positional breakdowns are going to be and what the summer should hopefully look like going forward. So we'll be right back and enjoy the commercial. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference, so it's important to know where your food comes from. I know that me personally, when I was living in a college dorm, I used Blue Apron in order to get my fresh ingredients so that me and my roommate Jack could cook up some nice meals, maybe some fresh steaks, maybe some good chili, some quality stuff. And it's also a very fun holiday gift, so maybe for a nice Valentine's Day gift or a nice birthday gift coming up, I would give it to, I wouldn't give it to a girlfriend, obviously Blue Apron would be a little rough, but give it to a family member, maybe they can get some high quality ingredients in their life. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals, so they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers, whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. So check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free with free shipping. Go to blueapron.com slash patriots. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash patriots. Blue Apron a better way to cook. All right, team. Welcome back to the Patriots Beat Podcast. Sorry, that was kind of dumb. But anyway, we're going to break down what the... <laughs> that was funny. We're going we're gonna to break down what the next couple of show, shows are going to look like. So we got... Uh, obviously, we're sticking with our two shows a week, uh, Tuesdays, uh, every Tuesdays and Fridays. So, obviously, this show will be coming out tomorrow, which is Tuesday, June 6th. And then we'll have another one on June 9th. So, June 9th, it is June 9th, right? Yeah, it's Tuesday and Friday. I don't even know my own release dates. So, uh, we release on Friday. So, we're going to start with the quarterback group on Friday. And then we're going to kind of just go down the natural uh, list of offense. So, we'll go quarterback, running back, fullback, wide receiver, tight end, offensive line. And then we'll go defense. We'll go D-end, D-tackle, linebacker, cornerback, safety, and then special teams. So we'll kind of do that show by show. I'll let you guys know if we're going to have to uh, go in and out uh, of said positional groups based off of how it pans out over a full calendar. And also, when we are finally going to start watching some football on television in August. Very excited. So, we will see what happens over the next couple months, but that is going to do it for this episode of the Patreon Podcast. Please remember to give us a rating and review on iTunes and Stitch. You can find me on Twitter at SportsScene. You can find us on Twitter at Patriots underscore Beat. And you can find us on Twitter at CLNS Media. Go find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash CLNS Fans. We will see you guys on Friday with our first breakdown of a positional group. So stay tuned. We'll talk to you guys then.